Oh, welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. No ref is safe as players are now seeking postseason vengeance for the ref's general ineptitude perna. As bad as the officials have been, I do have to give this man some love for taking a blindside hit and then without skipping a beat, throwing down his beanbag and blowing his whistle like nothing happened. Now, Joe Burrow groomer and LSU head coach Ed Orgeron was rooting for the Bills and Titans today. Good luck in the playoffs. Go Bills. Go Titans. He proved to be a terrible curse for the Bills and a godsend for the Titans and all of America as Tom Brady's last NFL throw might just be a pick six to a former Patriot. Oh God, it is a good start to 2020. I don't know a lot about college football, but how is Ed Orgeron not actually Jimbo Fisher? He fishes like a Jimbo, he looks like a Jimbo, and he sounds like a Jimbo. It doesn't make sense to me that he is not Jimbo Fisher. What does make sense though is Booger McFarland's uncanny ability to draw dicks on television. I've got the AFC wildcard games to recap. FYTB 2020. <clears throat> That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. The Bills fall to the Houston J.J. Watsons 22-19. This game was brought to you by ESPN. Number one in making sure that even when he's not playing defense, you remember J.J. Watt is alive and on the sideline. I was happy to see the Bills Mafia traveled well to this game. They don't call it organized crime for nothing. And I completely believe they are responsible for Brian Cushing's black eye. The game started with Josh Allen breaking off a big run. Uh, he is sneaky fast. And not just because he's white, but because he's big and clunky looking. That was followed by a John Brown touchdown pass to Josh Allen. Allen became the first quarterback in playoff history to have a 40-yard run and a touchdown reception, but became the millionth quarterback to dance just like a dad. Booger McFarlane then blamed Josh Allen for John Brown not being able to keep his feet in bounds here. Josh has got to throw this one just a hair sooner. It's a great throw, Booger. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but the Bills settled for a field goal, and then Booger blamed the fall of Bitcoin on Mario and Luigi. I mean, the game was 8-bit, Tess, and all they did was harvest coins and stomp tiny penises. Speaking of, let me draw you a play on the Telestrator. The Bills defense was brilliant in the first half. They sacked Deshaun Watson four times, finished the game with seven total. Uh, Jerry Hughes and Trent Murphy would combine for five sacks alone. That pressure was a big reason Buffalo dominated the first half. Josh Allen looked cool though early something he's been waiting his whole life to hear. Despite too many offensive penalties, Buffalo went into halftime up 13-0. Really an improvement for both teams in the playoffs. Buffalo only scored three the last time they were in the postseason, and the Texans were down 21-0 before Andrew Luck retired. So great job for improvement, both guy, team guys, teams of guys, good job, you did it. Now the second half was weird and amazing. Texans kick returner DeAndre Carter to start the half is either too lazy to kneel, the ball in the end zone, or too scared of being blackballed for kneeling. 
and just tossed the ball to the ref instead of taking a knee. The Bills picked up the live ball, but have had the play overturned, saying the kick returner gave himself up, so it's essentially a knee. Now prior to the game, in an interview with ESPN, DeAndre Hopkins, for no reason whatsoever, talked a bunch of shit about Tredavious White, saying White hadn't earned his respect. So please do not ever ask DeAndre Hopkins if he respects me. And naturally, it would be Tredavious White who stripped Hopkins of the ball on his first catch in the third quarter, which led to another Bills field goal to give them a 16-0 lead. Hopkins did finish the game as the leading ball catcher with six catches for 90 yards. Now, due to legal obligations, here's J.J. Watt sacking Josh Allen. Uh, things appeared bleak for the Houston Texans before Deshaun Watson carried three defenders into the end zone all by himself. A touchdown so impressive no ref on earth was going to reverse it on review and then he willed his way into the end zone again for the two-point conversion. Josh Allen answered by inexplicably fumbling after the football was met with vicious force from Whitney Merciless's pinky finger. That cost Buffalo three points of their lead after the Texans split the gooch. Hopkins made up for his fumble earlier by making his fourth catch in the second half for 70 yards here. From the two-yard line, Carlos Hyde fumbled the pitch on what would have been a walk-in touchdown, but Bill O'Brien never lost faith in Carlos, called his number again, and Hyde gave the Texans their first lead of the game as they scored 19 straight points to go up by three. Now Josh Allen was ready to lead a comeback and channel his inner Tom Brady and throw a screen pass to Devin Singletary who took it 38 yards. Then Josh Allen forgot how to play fucking football. He took back-to-back -to -back sacks after the Bills were in field goal range. He lost 36 yards faster than a gardener watering with gasoline. And to make matters worse, Sean McDermott decided on fourth and 27 that the Bills must go for it and not try a long field goal or punt with three timeouts left. But Game management and ball security would not end it for the Bills. Somehow their defense held and on fourth and one, Deshaun Watson revealed his only weakness, the QB sneak. A big chunk of Josh Allen's 92 rushing yards came here before he tried this wildly idiotic pitch back to Dawson Knox, who had to knox the ball out of bounds. Since the ball went backwards, there's no penalty there, and it did stop the clock, making Josh Allen the Sean McDermott of terrible fourth quarter decisions that somehow work out. Steven Hauschka sends the game into overtime for the first wild card OT game since Tim Tebow before he started his mission work in the MLB. Now did I predict this game would go into overtime? Which is now why I just convinced myself to pick Houston instead. Sorry Buffalo. Yeah, I am that fucking good. The Texans won the coin toss, but went three and out. Buffalo drove back into field goal range, but just like in the fourth quarter, drove right back out of field goal range. This time, due to an NFL rule that doesn't make sense to me, you can't block a guy if it helps your team win penalty. And after everything the poor Bills endured, 
the weird fumbles, the weird calls, it would be a dumb penalty that ended them. On the next series, Deshaun Watson did this. Oh God, he really might be the Michael Jackson of getting away with Hain uh, Michael Jordan. He survived two car crashes laid on by Bill's defenders to spin his way to glory to complete the pass to Taiwan Jones who ran the ball down to the 10 yard line to send Houston to the next round of the playoffs. That's one of the best football plays I have ever seen. Deshaun Watson is insane. Watson finished the game with 247 passing yards, one tutty, led Houston in rushing yards with 55 and a rushy, and went 20 of 25 for a completion percentage of 80.1 Bill O'Brien's chimple. That's 80% if that was confusing. Buffalo goes home with their bills unpaid. Am I awake? Is it real? Did the Patriots really lose to the Titans in the wildcard round at home so that Patriots fans may have witnessed Tom Brady lose in his last game? Ugh, that hurts, so I gotta be alive, and that has to be real. Derrick Henry, on his birthday, during Storm Henry in New England, eviscerated the Patriots. That is art, true art. The Titans beat the New England, we're still here, but we are fucking done, Patriots. And the Patriots were bounced in the first round, one and done, and the playoffs are pure again. Now, New England did score first after Tom Brady threw an amazing, a one-of-a-kind screen pass to James White that went for 30 yards. Tennessee answered by running the ball down New England's wide open throats. Derrick Henry just gashed them on the opening series until Ryan Tannehill fired a touchdown pass to Anthony Ferkser, a six-foot-two tight end who went to Harvard. Ferkser sounds like what Philip Rivers says instead of fucker. The Patriots answered with a touchdown of their own after Tom Brady yelled at his submissive gimp to get into place. And they start the second quarter. Julian Edelman carried the jet sweep or the end around into the end zone for an easy score. Right before half, though, the Titans' defense tightened up tighter than the tiny hairs on Mike Vrabel's face where his mustache used to be. A big goal line stop to hold the Patriots to just three for Tennessee. Then the armadillo, Derrick Henry, the toughest and surprisingly quick beast of Texas pavement, helped Tennessee get back down the field. Two plays later, Henry broke 100 yards rushing before half, and 75 yards of that drive were all Derrick Henry to get the Titans another touchdown to take the lead 14-13 heading into half. I mean, if the Patriots defense couldn't stop Henry for the 74 yards prior, they certainly weren't stopping him on the goal line. Now 14-13 would hold for all of the third quarter and the first play in the fourth quarter, Deron Harmon picked off a ball Ryan Tannehill should have just thrown away. It was the first turnover of the game and the first moment I thought Tom Brady might have cut another deal with the devil. Something no voodoo doll on earth can overpower. Although this looks very similar to the Brady Edelman sex tape that was on the phone Tom Brady destroyed before the NFL could get a hold of it during Deflategate. 
The Patriots couldn't capitalize on that turnover, and we had to wait until midway through the fourth before either team got to their opponent's 40-yard line. But then, on third and three, Ryan Tannehill fumbled the handoff. Luckily, Derrick Henry recovered it. Tannehill dropped the ball earlier on a sack that his line recovered, so he was nearly responsible for three turnovers. That fumble pushed the Titans just out of field goal range like they were the Bills or something. At which point Mike Vrabel kept calling penalty after penalty and putt formation to chew a bunch of time off of the clock. A true chess match between disciple and master. But somehow, even more fucking boring than watching actual chess. Belichick, of course, hates when anyone does something more annoying than him and lost his shit waiting for the punt on the sideline. He did the same thing, though, to the Jets up 33-0 earlier this year, which gave himself a little giggle. And I applauded because Adam Gase is a bigger suck-ass than Belichick. This game, in all its ugly grandeur, was won on a third and eight completion from Ryan Tannehill to Harvard grad Anthony Ferkser, Late in the fourth quarter. First, it's Fitzpatrick. Now, it's Ferkshire. Harvard hates the Patriots. Now, Brett Kern punted the ball down to the half-yard line. Kern's been the Titans punter for like 12 years because when Josh McDaniels was the Broncos head coach, he cut Kern for no reason. Coming full circle, though, Kern fucks McDaniels in the postseason. Then Logan Ryan pick-sixed Brady on the next play, which Tony Romo thought was stupid, that he should have just went down and ended the game. Wrong, Tony. You gotta have a killer instinct in the NFL. You take the touchdown. If you knew that, maybe you would have won more than a half of a playoff game. The real downside to Logan Ryan scoring on that touchdown is Tom Brady is way too vain to retire on a pick six. He played like shit in this game, missed a lot of easy throws, saw his bearded fuckboy drop an easy pass, but if, if this is his last ever NFL throw, we know that God is real. We would know. I do have a question for Tom. Why does that throw look so familiar? Oh yeah, you did it last week to another former teammate, Tom. The Patriots could have won this game if they would have uh, scored a safety in the second half, kicked a field goal in the second half, thrown one touchdown in the second half. If they would have literally done anything to put points on the board at the very bare minimum of points that you could score, they could have won this game, but they didn't. Their dynasty is done. They are finito, they are finished, they are finito. I only know how to say finished in two languages. Fin, maybe three. So, Derrick Henry and Deshaun Watson get this week's Big Dick Player Awards. Henry carried Tennessee in the first half, finished with 182 yards and a touchdown, and their defense shut out the Patriots in the second half. Henry, with one catch for 22 yards, was also one yard shy of tying Anthony Ferk, yes sir, as the Titans' leading receiver. Tannehill beat Brady with just 72 passing yards. The best part, though, of the Patriots losing is I can now root for the Chiefs to lose again like a normal human. Next week, the Texans travel to Kansas City and Godspeed Tennessee because you have to go into Baltimore. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, I will be on top of the NFC games tomorrow or today. This video is probably going up today, Sunday, even though today is Saturday. 
Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Pern. If you want to talk about football, to me there, you can do it. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.